Hey, everyone. Hey. Hey, welcome to the Eye Opener Society's podcast. Uh, you have me, Gary, my beautiful stepdaughter, Hannah. Hey, again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to welcome you uh, all to the show one more time. And I know it's been a little while uh, since our September 11th uh, podcast, but we are back. And we figured we wanted to give you something for Friday the 13th. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> and not only is it Friday the 13th, but it's Friday the 13th in October. Yeah. Yeah. Extra which, spooky. Et- extra spooky. <laughs> For those of you who think, I mean, Friday the 13th, it's really one of those days that's claimed to have bad luck and all that. Yeah. There's no real basis on any of it and all, but uh, there's been some theories. I looked at it real quick, but there's nothing really solid on it. But Friday the 13th, just I guess because of the rarity of it, and some people experience bad luck. However, this is October, and we are in this whole change of season, and we're coming up on Halloween as well. This is the time of year where the veil is thinning, that veil between spiritual world, our world, and all, and a lot of... Uh, Traditions uh, follow this. A lot of uh, pagan uh, pagans follow it. Uh, Native Americans follow it. Uh, there, there's just so many groups. This is the time of year where it's said that we can communicate with the spirits of the other world and all. And this is not necessarily a bad thing either. Yeah. This is uh, you know something that some people actually do and practice and psychics and all it makes it much easier for them to see and to um communicate with the other side during this time of year and that's what we're going to give you we're not going to give you anything kind of cheesy um even though it was friday the 13th and all but i figured we'd bring you something yeah and uh talk a little bit about you know the afterlife and ghosts and ghost stories and whatnot just because i mean why not perfect timing for it and Hannah wanted to do it. I did. <laughs> yeah, so here we are. So let me hit you up first, Hannah. Um, ghosts, real, not? What do you believe? Real. Real. Cool. Um, I feel the same way. I mean, I yeah. totally believe that they are real. And uh, I, you know, there's no way to prove it. I, you know, we could sit here all day long and we could argue with people that don't believe. In a, and we don't believe in arguing or anything, but we're energy. Energy cannot be created, nor can it be destroyed. So we're just a continuous life cycle. And what we bring into this world and what we bring beyond it, um, there's never really any solid proof. Yeah. Let me take, for example, um, a lot right now, those uh, ghost hunter shows. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah. And I know it's an industry. I know that people actually do that for a living. It's real. And some are very good. And the ones I think that make it a TV become TV, very Hollywood. Yeah. You know, I used to watch a really good one years ago when it used to be good when it first started because they debunked everything. And I yeah. like that. I like to be a skeptic to a point and then say, okay, well, we might have something here. But I want to say this the only people who know for sure what goes on on the other side. Of those that are already on that side. So we can only have theories. We can only guess. Or we could use our religious experience. Our spiritual experience. And believe what we formulated. You know just upon our own beliefs. Because there's really no proof of ghosts. 
But we know that something has to exist beyond our life. Exactly. So that's where we're going to get into a little bit. I think with ghosts, like when I say like I believe in ghosts, like I kind of believe in the more side of like, I don't, you know, there are people out there who said they've like seen people like just straight up seeing them in like a ghost form. But like, as far as me, I just like, I feel like when I say I believe in ghosts, I believe in that, like, I'm feeling their spirit. Like I may not be able to physically see them, but like I can feel their energy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes like you see orbs and stuff like that. Um, but when it's like comes to ghosts, like I said, like, I feel like that's just more my side of belief with that is that you can just like, you, I, I just feel that they're real because I can feel them. You know, you get this like, you know, hair raising on mm-hmm. the back of your neck and like, I'm very in touch with myself. So like when I just feel like someone's like staring at me, but there's no one there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's that for me. Mm-hmm. And, and that in reality is what it is. I mean, cause like I said, we're energy it cannot be created nor destroyed. Yeah. So it's energy and yeah, we can feel that energy. Mm-hmm. And, um, I myself have seen ghosts. So I've seen the physical properties of ghosts. Yeah. So you can speak. But in the same sense, yes, you could feel the presence. And I think it's that feeling of the presence. That's why some people would say, well, I was standing right next to you and I didn't see anything. But then the other person, well, not only did I see something, but I felt something yeah. too as well. And that kind of solidifies the experience to the person that is actually experiencing it. You know, I could say, oh, man, Hannah, I just seen this ghost. Just, And you're, gonna, you're crazy. Yeah. There was nothing there. But I can say, well, but I actually felt the presence. That's something you cannot really yeah. confirm nor deny, but you have to go off of what that person is telling you. And that's a lot of my experiences, too. Mm-hmm. I felt those presence more. And that was more, I don't want to say alarming, but that's what gives you that real presence. Like, yeah. You know, something's really there because you actually feel that presence i feel like um ghosts like if they want to like be seen i've had experiences where i've had like loved ones who have passed away come to me in my dreams so i feel like ghosts are like powerful enough to show themselves in dreams um you know and then there are extremely gifted people who have like physically seen them and i'm believing them you know um you know also i've heard that um with children, since their imagination is still so much of their brain activity that children are more than likely to see ghosts mm-hmm. because they're not in like the in denial, like, you know, when you grow up and or indoctrinated it, after one or, yeah. program or at least, yeah. So it's very apparently common because they have that big, huge imagination. Um, they don't know, you know, like you said, they're not programmed yet mm-hmm. um, for that. So anytime you see your kid, you know, mm -hmm. staring at something or, you know, even talking to a wall ceiling or whatever, yeah. Well, let's not forget, too, depending on what your beliefs and all, a child has just came from that realm. Yes. Yeah. You know, so they're fresh out of it. So it's more ingrained in their memory because they haven't really developed any Mm -hmm. newer thoughts or or like teachings or indoctrinations or, you know, where people are telling them it's not real. It's not real. Um. So children, yes, they're just much more susceptible to actually being able to see those sort of things. Yeah. And um, from what I've read and all ghost spirits or whatever tend to attach themselves to children just for the fact that, well, they're getting attention. And I think they're that's, not alone. Yeah, they're not alone. 
And I feel ghosts just want that. They want to have that presence again Mm -hmm. and to be felt, you know, instead of being so alone in whatever realm that they are in. Yeah. Not to go off even topic or anything, but I've also heard um, there have been documented cases where young children will be, you know, born and they claim that they are spirits being reborn again where children will tell stories about their past lives mm-hmm. or they'll have like like birthmarks mm-hmm. and but it'll be like scars from a previous person's lifetime of like where they got shot or mm-hmm. something like that so i just feel like that's it's just something that i've always kind of like had an eye pick for so mm-hmm. like when i see stories like that i kind of go into like the rabbit hole of it mm-hmm. yeah i there's um you could go to past life regressions now and the hypnotherapy and all that. And you can yeah. try and go back to your past lives. And it's, a, yeah, it, your memories of that get, you know, so repressed over time. And that's why, yeah, when you were talking about children, they're still fresh. Their minds yeah. are still much stronger than ours because they really, they just stepped out of that realm. Yeah. You know, that energy was transferred from one life to another now, and it's just going to keep rolling on and on. Uh, and those of us that have certain gifts, like mediums and psychics and whatnot, this again, the thinning of the veil, this is the time when it's most active. And you could see past that veil, and the communication becomes much stronger. Yeah. So I guess it works the same way with children. It might be even stronger now for them. Mm-hmm. You know, they may be able to communicate more or the other side might be reaching out to them more. You know, it's a little difficult to listen to children, especially when they haven't learned to speak yet or anything, you know, what it is that they're actually seeing. So, yeah, we just need to be – I don't fear it. Yeah. Uh, there is good and bad in everything, just like there's good and bad right now in the living world. You know, I think that just transfers on to the next world. There's good and bad there. And we got to go down that path of religion again. It's all what you were taught religion-wise as far as what you are going to believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for those that are atheists, it's that's always been, you know, a fascination of mine too. Like, they literally believe... Nothing. This is it. Once it's done, it's done. Yeah. <laughs> it's nothing. And it's a, something, and that's more difficult to wrap your head around than to actually think about ghosts or spirits or yeah. where you go, heaven, hell, whatever. The atheist point of view is much more difficult to understand. Yeah. To actually say, well, this is it. Once we're done, we're done. We're nothing and nothing's after. Nothing was before. Yeah. Nothing. So, that always fascinated me, and I always respected that too. Just I respect any you know path you want to take. Yeah, especially with like I can't even imagine how like they grieve because I feel like a big part of grief is you know kind of coming to acceptance like that person's in a better place now mm-hmm. that that person's in <laughs> peace you know mm-hmm. like that's not how they think you they, know what I mean exactly. like, no they're just they're yeah, just gone they're just gone which could be comforting too in a yeah. sense you know I. But, like, with me, it's, like, I always, like, get, like, the, like, you know, the heart feeling that, like, okay, yeah, they're they're not in pain, like, mm-hmm. you know, or if, like, something terrible happened, like, you know, like, they didn't feel it, like, you know what I mean? Like, they passed on right away. So, mm-hmm. it's just, like, one of those things. <laughs> right. And it's, it's the same old cliche, yeah, they're in a better place, they're in a better yeah. place. But what is a better place? What is it? And like I said, the only people that know are the people that have already passed on. Yeah. We can't 
we could only draw up the pictures that were taught to us either by religion or spiritual or just what you choose to believe. And I think that is the fantastic thing. And this is why I never fear death. I've come to it. There was a time when I did. Believe I was, I was petrified of it. Yeah. You know? And I think we all go through that. And there's people that probably live that way every day. Me. <laughs> <laughs> do you? See, and that's yeah, interesting. Yeah, I do. Um, I don't want to get emotional, but it's just like, I don't want to leave my child. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that's like my biggest fear. Mm-hmm. It's like when I die, like I'm leaving my kid. Right, right. Well, yeah, of course. Um, it's definitely difficult to sit and think about that. And yeah. I don't, you know, it's not something we should be sitting thinking about. Um, you know, we can make arrangements, we can make plans, but spiritually, yeah. It's a release. That's what I hold on to. Yeah. Is that like, even when I'm gone, like physically, I will never leave him mm-hmm. until like, you know, he comes and joins me and like, mm-hmm. you know, whatever realm or whatever that may be. Right. You know, but like, that's like a big fear of mine. It's mm-hmm. just like not physically being there is like, that's scary. Right. Especially when oh, you yeah. have like someone who literally is like, literally consumes your whole heart, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, definitely. It's. You have that connection and people have that connection with family yeah. members, loved ones. We don't want to see that person go. It's very difficult yeah. to let go. This physical side is what we have and it's the only thing we have at this moment. But I look past that. I did. Yeah. You know, going on through life, I realized, yeah, death is just a beginning. It's yeah. not an end. It's it's a beginning or a or the continuity of life, really, a life yeah. cycle that we go through, it never really goes away. We remain. And the whole thought of, well, what do we become, you know, when we talk about ghosts? I know you mentioned orbs. and Yeah. <laughs> I always, uh, it's always been a thing. I said, wow, people always see orbs and, oh, it's a good. Orbs could be, you know, debunked 99.9% yeah. of the time. It's dust. And, and. People in that field, I know they get very aggravated over that. So yeah. I know I'm creating controversy when I say that, but it's very difficult to say orbs unless there's a very specific movement that they are doing. This, you know, but even dust, dust doesn't think it's it just yeah. moves. So it's very hard to yeah. prove that that there's other things. And I, the one thing that I really think proves most is these disembodied voices. And you see that a lot on these here ghost yeah. hunter shows and all that. It's where you have a tape recorder and you're actually speaking to, you know, the other side, basically. And voices, not yours, not anybody else in the room, but actually show up on a tape. Yeah. And that, to me, has got to be probably the most hardcore evidence yeah. you could have. There's a guy, he's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. His name's Omar. I think his like channels like Omar Gosh or something like that. And I really liked his videos when I was kind of into watching all of that because, you know, he kind he kept it real. His channel now more, I don't know if he's still, it's been a while since I watched it, but he, um, he's a like really big family guy too. And like animal guy too. But, um, yeah, he, he got some like crazy stuff that well I was it, like, yeah. whoa. Mm-hmm. Yep. And those voices that you hear, like I said, it, you could try and debunk them. I just don't know, you know, you don't know who the person is on the yeah. other side of the video, you know, unless you you were there yourself. And that is the way, <laughs> again, when we talk about ghosts and experiences, the only person that's going to believe you is you. You know for certain what you've seen, you felt or whatever. 
somebody else is not really going to feel that. They may say, yeah. hey, I believe you, but they're not going to really believe the entire experience of it all. Yeah. But. I've had that happen to me before. Yeah. Yeah. Where, like, I've had somebody in my life who passed away, ghosts come to me in my dream. And um, it was dur- it was during the time of grief. Um, and I actually had someone just straight up bluntly tell me, no, that was just your mind trying to make you feel better. And I have not spoken to that person since, um, because I just realized that they were very close minded mm-hmm. and, you know, it's just like one of those things for me where it was like, that was a special moment. And regardless if my mind quote, quote, played a one, gave me something I wanted to see or hear, I am 110% positive that it was a real experience. Just by the way, I were like, I woke up and I could still feel the touch on my arm from when that loved one touched my arm in my dream, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just like one of those things. Right. And it's fine uh, to even say, hey, listen, it might have just been your mind. Because here's the thing. At that point in time, during that grief and all, and we're reaching out and we're seeking those answers and yeah. all that. That's when we're most in tune to that other exactly. side. And that's what creates those connections. Mm-hmm. So we can't just dismiss it as just, you know, a quinky dink. Oh, you know, you, you know, just happened because yeah. you were thinking about it and you're sad. But that's a communication. Yeah. And it's a form of communication. And our loved ones on that side can feel that. Yeah, my belief. The power. They can feel that. Yeah. yeah. They can feel like the power of the, like your grief or, and like just longing for something. It's almost like you're casting a spell in mm-hmm. a sense. Yeah. It's like, you're just like, you're like enforcing something to happen for you. Um, just to kind of get like, maybe like that one last moment or just mm-hmm. like, you know, like that one last closure, like, are you okay? Did you make it, you know, mm-hmm. to where you're supposed to be? Right. Exactly. That's what it is. And you know, I, I do feel for, yeah, there are people who are just going to dismiss it. Yeah. And even if it was a person that probably didn't have an experience and they're making something, if that's your piece, that's your piece. Yeah. You know, enjoy it. Enjoy that. You know, I really, but I really feel that, yeah, if we all took a moment to communicate, to think and really reach out, you know, and this is why I talk about meditation all the time. Get you into that open state. You become an antenna for this kind of stuff. You can send out the right frequencies and you can get the right vibrations back. And you can experience these things. And again, it's not necessarily bad or wrong. Depends what doors you're opening to. Yeah. Be careful. Unless you really know what you're doing. Sometimes you really want somebody who's very, you know, practiced in that field to be with you or something like that. A very good psychic, trusted psychic, trusted medium or something. Because you can open up doors that you don't want open. It's, It's difficult. But... Reaching out to loved ones, reaching out to ancestors or anything like that, that's a direct line of communication that you can have. And I don't feel that they're going to disappoint. They will come through in one way, shape, form or another. It's very difficult to match those frequencies from one side to this physical world to the outside world. So what you experienced may not be the same what someone else experiences. It's always going to be, you know, a different, well, I felt a touch. I felt a talk. I vi- yeah. you know, visibly seen. It could be a combination of all of it too, you know. Everybody's going to have a different uh, yeah. experience with it. So that was your, okay, I'm sorry. You no, I was going to say just, you know, um, 
I can do a change of subject, or are we still going into this? We could still go into this, because i got a few more things. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I'll keep it in my brain first. All right, keep it in I, your I brain. I won't forget. All right. We'll remind you. <laughs> uh, I was just going to say, I've been going on my walks, mm-hmm. like on the weekends, just to keep myself healthy. And I've been walking around our borough. Yeah. Um, our borough is old. It goes by a lot of blue-collar work at oh, time. 1882. 1882. Okay, thank you. That's even better. So we go back, the borough started 1882. And again, for those of you who don't know, we're in uh, Pennsylvania, York County, and uh, we live near the borough of Red Line. I think and it's 1882. They're going to look at it and be like, this bitch is a liar. I'll be oh, like, I got it wrong. Yeah, we got it wrong. So what? Uh, it's close. It's got to yeah. be somewhere around there. Anyway. Yeah, I know it's 1800s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I go out for walks and I walk in the borough because the borough's got sidewalks. It makes it so much safer to walk. Not the um, safest sidewalks. Not the safest sidewalks at all because I trip and fall on my ass with those too. But. I've been walking, and I'll walk the whole thing. Now, here's my thing. The most recent one uh, walk I took, this is the time of year again where the thinning veil, and I'm experiencing it. What's really weird is, like, I'm walking through, and I'll see all these older homes. I'm studying the architecture of it. I say, wow, these old... And you think about it, and I know when we took walks, too. Who lived there? And, you know, what type of life did they live? And... It was a real fact. It was uh, furniture and cigars is what our place is famous for, or used to be. That's what built this uh, borough. Um, and I could think of all these people that worked in these factories and all that. And they built the homes close to the factories and they had families there. When I was walking, I can feel that presence of 1800s, 1900s, yeah. you know. I felt that presence. And sometimes I could even get kind of a visual of like the kids playing on the front lawns and uh, people walking from that time and all. The and dirt roads with the horse and buggy. Exactly. Yeah. And I get that feel. So the, that's what we mean by this thinning in the veil. We could feel that. And we st- it starts to come through. And I noticed that though. I noticed that. Yeah, I was feeling that. And I said, well, this is weird because I'm actually seeing more of that than I'm seeing of the present day people. Yeah. And I'm looking at these homes and I know people live in them and you could tell there's cars and driving and the cars move from the But they seem so abandoned. Yeah. Void of any life. It's very odd. But I see and feel more of the presence of the past and the past people that live yeah. there and people that have moved on and you just feel that energy around you. And was it also just even though this is autumn now, every time I get that feeling for that presence it's always like summertime Mm -hmm. for me so yeah yeah, i i don't know it's just my thing yeah my old house was built in 1902 and it had so much cool old features and characteristics so it had like first like the old skeleton key doors Mm -hmm. um and then when we like had moved in to our old house um there was just like small things that i would find like in my linen closet, I was like moving, I think I was moving one of like the shelves. Um, so I could like re like readjust it or whatever. I don't know. And like an old, like, I forget. It was like an old doll birth certificate. Mm. And I put it back because mm-hmm. I just felt like some strong power and like energy around me that like, this is where this needs to stay. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like this was like a core moment you know what i mean for somebody there i mean it could have just you know been there by accident but um 
you know, there was just also just small things where it's like I would be up in like the attic or like the basement and it was like so old and there'd be like a random like chip on the wall or like, you know, like old markings. Mm -hmm. Um, For example, in the basement, it was like a wood wall that separated the house because it was a duplex home and there were just small cloth Mm -hmm. um, patches on the wall that Mm -hmm. had like holes from like the old oak wood boards Mm -hmm. from the wood wall. And I was just like, wow, like I'm not touching these because like this is history. Like this is someone's, this was someone's like, you know, personalized touches and it i just felt like i like that house had like a very whoever lived in there you know in 1902 Mm -hmm. like that that moment you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it's just like one of those things where it's like i just wanted to respect the spirit just in case you know they were lingering right and there you go and that's the energy you feel yeah i just felt the need to like keep yeah right you didn't see anything you know but you felt yeah that type of energy like a living breathing entity was there even though you didn't see it or anything yeah. and you didn't feel any type of you know communication from but you felt that energy yeah like mm-hmm. there was a painting there mm-hmm. too it was in my attic for the long time and you know it could have been like another owner's or you know so like not like the 1902 <laughs> owners but right. um it was it was older it was dusty and it was like behind like there was like a little thing in the wall. So it was like behind it. So I was like, Hmm, you never know. But like, I had this really, really bad feeling. Like, cause my father-in-law was like, Oh, well, you guys can just take it. And I was like, I just really wanted to leave it there. My husband ended up taking it. And now like, it's always hit in the back of my mind. Like I really should have left that there. You know, it's just one of those things where it's like, I think that's where it lived. It belonged. <laughs> yeah. And you can't, you know, I had experience too. And this is with your mom. She's very in tune, as we know, yeah. to this year, you know, spiritual world. And we used to, for a while, we were going around to all the different antique shops. And uh, we walked into one, and she scared the living shit out of me walking by this one section. The way she grabbed onto me and dug her nails into my skin, like she was, and then she goes, I'm feeling sick. I got to get out of this. There's something in here that's not supposed to be there. So, yeah. So, scary but as soon as we walked past whatever item it was she just immediately every her whole her complexion physical came complexion back. Yeah. everything just went right back to normal and she's like i don't feel it now so whatever it was that she walked past and again when you're talking antique shops spirits and whatever else i mean they can attach themselves to, to objects objects and when we're talking about antique shops, we were literally talking about objects that were in homes of people and certain objects that meant something to them yeah. enough where they followed it around. And now it's just laying randomly in some antique shop, you know, and this is what happens. This is that actual energy presence that mm-hmm. you can feel. Yeah. Like when I was a young teen, I used to love going antique shopping and like now it's still like a cool thing to do, but like just being more in tune as I'm older, I kind of like <laughs> pick and choose on if I should go because like it's like my mom's experience. It's just like one of those things where it's like you can come past like an object that just has very negative energy mm-hmm. and that just messes with my whole vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it is. It's just like one of those things where it's like you don't know what you're walking into when you go into there. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what your mother felt like. Yeah. And it's just like one object and you, you, you get away from that 
energy bubble that it's giving off and then you immediately feel better. Yep. Yeah. And I experienced it, you know, firsthand. I've seen just when people are in tune to that, just exactly what they go through. And like, I'm in tune to energy. I could feel a presence around me, but not to the point like to where your mom is. It's, she really is open to that. Very susceptible to that kind of stuff. So again, I don't think anybody should be afraid of it. You know, do, is there negative energies? Of course there are yeah. tons. I mean, it's out there. Just like I said, it's no different than our physical world. We have good and bad here too. Very evil people exist now. Very pe- bad people exist later, you yeah. know. And again, insert whatever religion you want here and wherever they go. To me, you're really not going anywhere. We're just living in a different type of dimension from what the spiritual world mm-hmm. lives in. So everything's occurring, has occurred, and has occurred. You know, there is no real timeline when we go into, like, the quantum physics of it. So, yes, bad and good in both. Um, I'll share a ghost story. Okay. Yeah. You want to go down that road? Sure. I mean, it's Friday the 13th, right? October. Well, this is... I mean, I've had a few experiences. So, but this is the one that really, again, when you're talking about the feeling... Of energies and presence. And that is sometimes the most convincing you'll have. More than physically seeing. Even though I did physically see something. But briefly. So this goes back to my old high school days. The fun days. You know. Uh, Me and my best friend. We used to drive around randomly. um, Just for the hell of it. I don't even know where we were. We drove so far out. And I believe... We were somewhere along the border of Connecticut and New York. It's just, we just wound out somewhere out there. Gas was cheap back then. (laughs) It was, and it was under a dollar a gallon. We were out there, and again, we didn't know the roads, and we're just turning left, right, left, right, straight, straight, left, right, you know, just random. Yeah. And back then, we had no GPS, nothing. So, cool, just get lost. And we got lost on one of those... Typical movie dirt roads that you somewhere. That a guy with a chainsaw is going to come out. <laughs> and basically that's what it felt like. And it was in the later part of the evening and it was getting dark. So when we finally said, all right, let's retrace our steps and try to get back on the highway and start heading home. And we're going in the opposite direction now, you know, on the same road that we are. But it was just funny. I mean, one, it was unrecognizable to us because we'd never been there. Yeah. And so now we're seeing it from the other direction going in the other way. And so now it really looks weird. But I said, it just doesn't look like the same road to me. Yeah. It really don't. Strangely enough, my buddy, he was driving a car. Now this was an old, I can't remember the year, but it was a Chevy Malibu. And it was a two-door model. And all I know is that he had a stuck valve or something. And no matter where, the tapping of that valve. You know, on that engine, that's all you heard. It was very loud. I don't know why the engine never blew up, but no big deal. That's significant because we come to a stop. Stopped right there in the middle of the road for whatever reason. My buddy's like, check out the moon. And I shit you not, it was a full moon. Yeah. You know, and again, you know, the dark, creepy dirt road and a full moon. Total, like, horror movie scene, you know? So it was just... You know, all these things started to play. His friend turns into a werewolf. End of story. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I, if that would be less scary. But we're sitting there and we're just admiring the moon and the car is a dead stop. We're both looking out the passenger side. So I'm not looking at my friend. 
he's looking at the moon, but he could see me. We both froze. It was like our bodies locked up. I just had this overwhelming fear that there was a presence right there. And then again, with that energy, it was so powerful. I felt my body freezing up. I wasn't looking at him. I was still looking at the moon because I was frozen. My body was literally frozen. And I just felt the presence. I felt my buddy feeling the exact same thing I'm feeling. And I'm even feeling him feeling another presence. The energies were so powerful at that moment. But we were frightened. Frightened in fear because we neither one of us wanted to turn and look over on the driver's side of the car. But at one point, we finally did. And whatever we see... Now, again, it was so brief. Yeah. Milliseconds almost. I, I, we seen some sort of, let's just say, a presence, a ghost, a spirit, whatever you yeah. want to call it. Just kind of... It was kind of hovering. Hovering. And I'm saying hovering because it literally was. It was hovering above the car, like just over the uh, driver's side headlight region. And it just flew into the trees. Just gone. And it was... Yeah. You couldn't make out what it was, but you saw the shadow. It was so, but that was nothing compared to what we felt. The presence, it was so heavy. It was crushing us. We finally broke out of the fear. I dove, and this is me. I dove underneath the dashboard on the passenger side, and I'm just yelling at him to drive. I'm down. I see his foot go mash the accelerator and the tapping of that valve. And I said, we're on a dirt road. There's a full moon. Now, of all times, this engine's going to give out finally, mm-hmm. you know? It didn't, but all I heard, and I focused only on that tapping of that valve to just... Soothe yourself. Soothe myself. Yeah, I'm trying to find something because he's in Frozen and he's just driving in a straight line and I'm hoping no turns are coming up because he's just going to avoid the turn just keep driving straight. And later on, like once we got back home and all and we were able to talk just like this and I'm telling the story... He's telling the story at kind of at the same time and say the same thing. He says, I felt you feeling that something else was there. That's my worst ghost story. And it's only my worst because, again, that was the heaviest feeling that I ever felt of some sort of presence. And I'm not making this up just for a Friday the 13th show. This is just a real life experience that I had. No explanation to it. I have no idea what it was. I have no idea why it happened or anything. Doesn't even remember the road name. Don't remember the road name. Don't know, you know, where the hell we were if we were on the um, Connecticut side or the New York side. I don't know. But that's what happened to us. And again, we can't sit here and confirm it or anything like that. But. We can just say, this is our story. Believe it or not. Yeah. You know, that's just the way it was. Um, I don't know if you wanted to share any ghost stories or if you just wanted to <laughs> go on. Because I know you had something else hidden there. Yeah, I'm good. All right, go ahead. Go for it. Um, well, I just kind of wanted to like, you know, it's Friday the 13th. That's mm-hmm. basically, you know, head topic, you know. Why do people, you know set the standard that Friday the 13th has to be bad luck instead of good luck. Right. It's just kind of one of those. It's it's one of those. It's like a holiday thing almost. You know what I mean? Right. It's like a Hallmark thing in a sense. It is. There's Like I said, I read a couple stories and neither of them seem to have any substantiation. Something with Loki and 
playing one of his jokes and it killed somebody. And that's where the whole Friday 13th thing. And there were some things even in the Bible, but nothing very solid. It's just one of these kind of play, like you say, a hallmarky thing. Yeah. We can. We can make it the greatest. Yeah. Because, like, to me, we've been looking for this toy basketball that my, that would like vanish out of my yard for, I think it was like a couple months. months. We both literally were searching. There was a water drain near our house. We even looked in there today. We're outside. What's in the yard? The basketball. I'm not even lying. And I was like, yeah, Friday the 13th, so unlucky, huh? I think it's Mm -hmm. just like one of those things for me where it's like the reason why I brought it up is because I just feel like everyone kind of soaks in that energy like, oh, it's Friday the 13th. Oh, it's in October. It's really going to be a bad day. But I feel like Friday the 13th are what you make it. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the time when I'm coming into like months that have Friday the 13th, um, I take it in as like, I kind of dull um, that energy that people give out for the day. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to make this the luckiest day. Like, I'm going to make it such a positive energy day. You know, don't get me wrong. I've had Friday the 13th that turned into shit days. And I'm like, well, fuck. Like, mm-hmm. great. It fell, fell into the hallmarky standard mm-hmm. of this day. But I really feel like it's just like one of those things where it's like everyone just builds up this intensity but it's all about what we want it to be. I love that because I know we spoke about that, but that's just how we need to live our lives yeah. every day. We create the day. We yeah. don't get up or we shouldn't get up and say, oh, we're going to have a horrible day. Why do that? Yeah. Why do it? Create the better energy. I'm going to win the lottery tomorrow. I'm you know, win like. The lottery. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. You have that positive mindset. Yeah, you can. You could change everything. So if you think for whatever reason Friday the 13th is unlucky unlucky and all that, you know what? Any day could be unlucky. Yeah. Any day. For anybody. Any day. So might as well enjoy the day. Have fun with it. You know, do your cheesy little spooky stuff. Yeah. Listen to our show. You know, whatever it is that helps you out. But yeah, get that positive energy, that positive experience and don't let it, you know, become so negative. Friday the 13th and in October, that is like the perfect day to go out and do, you know, spooky things. Go get your pumpkins. Mm-hmm. Go apple picking. You know, if mm-hmm. you're over the age of 21 or if you're listening to a country that is younger than that, woohoo for you. Mm-hmm. Um, go to a Halloween bar crawl. You know, yeah. they pro- they're probably thriving on that Friday, you know, Friday mm-hmm. the 13th date. Like, go, right. go do it, you know. For sure. Me, I'll be doing stuff with my kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the spooky things. Yeah, but that's that's it. You make it what you want it to yeah. be. That's all. And people celebrate this time of year. It's a great time of year. The weather's changing. Some people like the cooler weather. Many people like the spookiness yeah. of it. Many people enjoy the Halloween aspect of it. And there's people that actually celebrate this because, yes, we do want to try and communicate with ancestors, loved yeah. ones, or whatever. Go for it. Let it be as beautiful as it is. Let's not make it into one of those cheesy Hallmark holidays. Let's yeah. really in- celebrate and enjoy it and listen to other uh, people and other religions and other spiritual paths and find out what they do. Just learn. You know, there's nothing wrong with yeah. that. And, you know, explore, learn, understand, and you'll feel good about yourself too. Yeah. And with that, we're going to go enjoy the rest of our We're Friday the 13th. Enjoy the rest of the Friday the 13th. I'm glad we got this out. Uh, the next podcast is going to be coming up. We're going to be interviewing a Jennifer from 
Tea Leafs in the Valley. Um, we've been scheduling, trying to get schedules together, but we're going to be getting that one next. Um, we also want to let you know that, yeah, our podcast, we're trying to do the podcast at least twice a month. And I think that, again, we're always looking at analytics and it just works out better, I think, with just a couple of months. It's where you could catch up. Mm-hmm. If you're on our website, eyeopenersociety.onpodium.co, we got rid of all of the old stuff from third eye meditation. All right. And if you're upset about that, we do apologize, but I just feel this is now the eye opener society. Mm -hmm. All those older shows, I think was just so misleading because every two seconds I was given out a web address that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. You know, I was given out information that I don't even do anymore. So it was misleading. We came together. Uh, third eye meditation was mine. Uh, Hannah came in and this is ours and I just want to move forward with that and I want to keep bringing you more and more. Our YouTube is still up at Eye Opener Society. Uh, Look, you know, for us there too as well. We're going to record some podcasts and not all of them. And I got other things on there. I'm giving meditation advice on there and also it's just something, please check it out and definitely go to, uh, eyeopenersociety.onpodium.co sign up for the email address uh, notifications whenever we have something new come out you'll be notified just like this podcast All right. so I wish everybody a great wonderful happy Friday the 13th or whatever day it may be that you're pushing the play button on this but enjoy every single day All right. and Hannah and I would like to say take care and we'll see you on the next show bye